Welcome, everybody, to Sippin' and Shippin'. I'm your host, Brian Weinstein. We'll be kicking it here every other Friday, quenching your thirst for an insider's take to enhance your customer experience. So grab your drink of choice, kick back, it's Sippin' and Shippin' time. All right, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Sippin' and Shippin'. I'm your host, Brian Weinstein, and I'm here as I am every week with Kaylin Postal. Hey, Brian, every other week, right? Every other Well, I'm with you well, almost every day. Well, unfortunately for you, every day. Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, so it's not every week, but we are not every week for the show, but almost every day for life. <laughs> well, every day we're sipping and shipping. So exactly right. Exactly maintaining right. Maintaining the name. And this week we have one of our very own, Leslie Carr, who runs our customer success group. Welcome, Leslie. Thank you so much. I feel privileged to be uh, on Sippin' and Chippin'. Yes. And do you feel a little bit of a complex because you don't have the, the big microphone and all that stuff? Uh, yeah, because <laughs> I feel like that would make me really official. And, uh, you know, that would be nice. I, I'm I'm looking at you two, and I think it, it's a good look. It's, it's very, uh, it's like the real deal. Right. Don't let right. it well, fool it, you, Leslie. Don't let yeah. it fool you. <laughs> And it hides like half my face, which is perfect. So if I can get, if I can only like duck down so that you can't even see the bags under my eyes, it'd be perfect. <laughs> All right. So this week we are talking about customer success. Leslie, you spent, you know, tell us a little bit about your background. I mean, it's most of your career, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 20 plus going on 25 years in the customer success service and support realm. Okay. Uh, a lot of what I have done has been in software as a service related industries. So email marketing that was was a large part of my career, as well as social media marketing, uh, hotel hospitality, sales enablement, and market research uh, have been all um, the comp- types of companies I've been involved with, all software as a service related. So this opportunity here at Rider e-commerce by Whiplash has been my first uh, foray into the 3PL space. Uh-huh. And it's but it brings in that software as a service component big time with the Whiplash application, and so uh, I feel really, uh, I really feel really at home here, yep. and and I'm learning and have learned so much about the 3PL industry. So, yeah, and once you get sucked into this whole fulfillment logistics space, it's like it's like an addiction. You just can't you can't give it up because life after that just seems so easy and simple and who wants easy and simple i'm four years in and i don't think uh there's an exit strategy yet so yeah i'll attest to that yeah well it's exciting because of the complexity and of what the ultimate deliverable is in our industry because really we're we're, you know in the e-commerce third-party fulfillment you know it's it really hits home you're like oh yeah I want to order from that cool, you know, digitally native brand, and right. I want to get that delivered right to my doorstep. And it, it's very relatable, so I'm 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 loving that part. Yep, absolutely. So so tell us a little bit what what is customer success? So customer success is when a a customer of yours is getting all of their needs met, their expectations and needs met by everything that goes on within your organization and how you support them and act on behalf of them and get the job done. That's what customer success is in a nutshell. And this is more, and we're we're speaking today specifically more about a a B2B 
type of yeah. customer success, yeah. right? This isn't yeah. your call center type of, right. right, right. Yeah, so customer success is very common to have that discipline within business to business organizations. So when your customers are other businesses, they wanna make sure that they're getting the value out of your relationship, right? And so that means you have a customer success organization that tries to ensure that, anticipates the needs, knows what the needs of that customer is, that business customer. And different than support, customer support is more, I have a question, can you help me with this problem? It's a little more reactionary. It's like, here's a question, we'll get you an answer. If customer success and customer success management is proactive, strategic. I can see down the line that my customer's going to need something and I try and fulfill it and coordinate internally to make that happen. Right. That's that's the, the difference. And so what are some of the keys, I guess, to initially establishing yourself with your customer and what that role looks like? When I think about the e-commerce brands that we work with, you know, they have a lot of different companies in their tech stack, a lot of different partners, a lot of different vendors. And so that's a lot to kind of manage for a, a brand. And, and they oftentimes they could be really small teams, you know, one or two people up to even the larger companies that have, you know, a number of people working in a relationship with a vendor uh, or a partner. Um, you know, it can it can be daunting for a brand to figure out how to manage those relationships. So I always think about it in with three categories of, of, of things to keep in mind. Partner, communicate and collaborate. So mm -hmm. if if you're the 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 e-commerce brand and you, you're bringing on a new vendor, you want to first set expectations that you want to partner with them. And the customer success side of that organization should really perk up when you say things like that, because they're really looking for that. It's not just a vendor. You're not just, you know, they're doing X, Y, Z each month and sending you an invoice and it's done. This is a partnership. It's a complex, you know, situation in terms of a, an e-commerce brand's tech stack and other people yep. they're working with. And they, they really want to, they should, you should be partnering with your vendors, not treating them like vendors, if that makes sense. Yeah, yes. I think that makes a lot of sense. I know in the sales process, that's typically a question that, that brands will ask, like, will I have a direct contact? You know, what does that look like? And when we say, when I say customer success, I think the ears kind of perk up, but what does that look like, right? How do you define that partnership and how does this person become to your point, more proactive versus reactive? Yeah, and in that partnership, you want to start out by setting expectations. How will you work together? How will you work with your CSM and the other folks at the organization? Um, you want to also share the context of your brand and the bigger picture so that, that the customer success manager on the other side understands you know, higher level, you know, what, what you're really driving at, business goals, that type of thing. And you could even share, obviously you're going to share certain key KPIs and performance metrics, but what do they mean? And, and what, what's the bigger picture backdrop of what your company is trying to achieve? Yeah. Um, I, I, I always look at like the, the, the whole partner concept and, and I could speak, you know, specifically to 3PL, right? It wasn't like that before, right? They had a traditional customer service rep who was a little bit more day-to-day -day tactical. It wasn't going out of your way it's and, and not i'm certainly not saying by any means that we're the only ones that do this right but i think it's something in the 3pl space that is relatively new is just really getting in there and, and having that partner 
being a, a partner with your partner as opposed to the way it was before. Yeah, I think we were talking earlier about how there's, you know, the software as a service component, the whiplash application, for instance, and then there's the, you know, actual operations in the warehouse facility. And that's a, a very complex ecosystem. And there's a lot going on between operations, technology, engineering, and the customer success management function is supposed to help all of that work together better for right. the customer. And understanding the customer's most important needs there and applying to all of that complexity. That's really where the customer success management function can shine. Yeah, and I love that concept of like the upfront contract of just understanding the bigger picture. What is their why and what is their expectation of what they're going to get out of this relationship, which I think helps to transition from like a very, turning it from you're my vendor, I'm your customer into like, we're partners. How are we going to tackle these initiatives together? Which I love. Yeah, yeah. And if we can even get into the brass tacks of the communication piece that I mentioned. This is where you can really bring that partnership to life. Like what are the communication methods that are gonna work best between for your team in, in speaking with with your your partner now? What what are the regular meeting cadences, right, that you can have where you're touching base on the on a strategic level? Maybe, maybe operationally strategic, maybe it has something to do with technology, but when are you having those regular meetings? It also gives you the opportunity to talk about how to how to how to do feedback because if you set up those communication methods and those meetings then you want to make sure you're providing positive feedback and constructive feedback to your your customer success manager that improves that whole partnership overall yeah and i think that that communication right is 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 two way especially Absolutely. when the when the partner and the customer success manager that you have is that true partner and there's trust because i think trust is one of those things that has to be built right out of the gate you you can you can provide both positive and construction constructive criticism in both directions in in really in in for the sake of bettering the experience absolutely and that's why you know you you give a bigger context to what you're trying to do that allows the customer success manager to be um more preemptive of like, oh, I see what's going to be happening. I, you know, let's make sure we're all on the same page operations. And that builds trust too. Once, you know, the more information you give your customer success manager, they can wow you by thinking ahead even further than you are. And right. that dazzle, dazzle and delight. <laughs> exactly right. My last of the three is collaborate. Okay. So if you if you treat them like a partner, you set up your communication, then this opens up collaboration, like true collaboration. And and as an e-commerce brand, I always recommend that you bring your related partners together. So, you know, your 3PL and your returns provider or what have you, you know, any any of that, introduce them to each other set some expectation maybe it's quarterly that you want to have some sort of communication or touch base maybe it's that's an important priority go ahead and do that you want these folks working together on your behalf so introduce them to each other and um, encourage you know communication on appropriate topics that also sets you up for when there's challenges because this complex systems that we work in and and, and things can go wrong here or there you want them you want to you want to work with your customer success managers to collaborate 
on overcoming the challenges. Work together. Bring in the other partners. Hey, what do we need to do collectively? If we do this over here, can you do this over here? That really makes um, when challenges come up, they can get resolved much more quickly if everyone pitches in to help and they're in that collaboration zone. So Leslie, what does collaboration look like as far as bringing those partners together? You talked about before, like um, setting up, and it's so simple, but such a great concept of do, how are we going to communicate? What does that cadence look like? So when, at what point does it make sense or how do brands approach bringing other vendors together like what how how does what what is have you seen has been the most successful way of attacking that so the good news is is that there's not one pat answer and it can really depend on what the e-commerce brands needs are you don't have to get fancy you don't have to set up like yet another regular meeting you can simply do a introduction and a quick expectation setting between the vendors that says hey I'd like to touch base, maybe it's quarterly, you know, if you do want to set up a meeting, or maybe it's initially, let's set up just an initial meeting. And then from there, you can take the coordination and collaboration into email, or when a situation arises, you can call up the troops, so to speak. Uh, but you don't have to make it onerous to set up this collaboration between partners. I think it's key you just set the expectation up front by introducing them and saying, when things like this happen, I'd like us all to work together. I'd like you to work together on those kinds of topics. And I think that's super powerful for your, your various partners to hear from you because they'll they'll want to include you they'll want to um, take that initiative and be like hey you introduced me to so and so i'd like to bring them into this and they can be suggesting when it's time to bring partners together you don't always have to be the person saying it's time for us to get together yeah that makes sense it's not a one size fits all but at least if you're empowering them to work together you know why not stack up those resources let them remove the middleman let them communicate to, to continue to leverage uh, those resources to work towards that big picture why, which keeps coming up. Why are we here? What are we trying to achieve? The more you know, the better they can work together. Yeah, understood. Yeah. You know, I, I think as things have gotten much more complex, right? There's so many more layers in in a lot of the field, certainly in, in our 3PL space, where there may have been more of a cloak of secrecy almost years and years ago. It's become... Let's let's forge uh, an even broader net of collaboration with all of the resources coming together, which is Absolutely. which is interesting. Well, that's what I've learned in the software as a service business. There's so many integration points that you can have within your tech stack, and you you want to you want to be able to utilize the expertise of all of those folks in that tech stack. And there's a lot of intertwined best practice or tips or what do other people do? What do other brands do in this situation? And you want to you know pool that knowledge and apply it to your situation. So it's yeah. a it's just a it unlocks a lot of power for you as an e-commerce brand to bring those folks together. Yeah. So just so what is I mean, what would you consider some of the biggest values that having a strong customer success team at your disposal, you know, brings to a brand or a product or a service or whatever? Well, first and foremost, you they will be looking at your needs. You know, they'll be analyzing what you're telling them is important, what the priorities are. 
and they're going to be looking at that as, well, these are needs. And as experts within their world, whether in our environment be the whiplash application and, and how we apply that in our operations, they will be able to bring to bear that on your needs because they're understanding your bigger picture. And then secondly is they will be coordinating internally because they will be acting as you, but internally within. Again, you've got the software, you've, you know, the technology, you've got the operations, you've got small parcel, you've got all of these things going on in at one time and the, the customer success manager will be a central hub. They're not like your most important person on your team within. We've got operators who do all the key work all every day that that's so critically important but they'll be have a worldwide view sort of of your activities and needs within the um, our company and that that that's really powerful it's a role that really makes sure that there's strong alignment right on the internal and external side right i mean it's just it's such a critical and again going back to things are more complex there's more touch points Right. So there's just everyone, everyone needs to be aligned. Right. Right. Yeah. And uh, it's a it's a big job, but um, the customer success manager sort of mandate is to help internally and help externally. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a help everywhere to make the needs come to fruition for the customer. And that is something that you you know, you're not necessarily going to get through um, just a support channel, because that's more reactive. That's more, I have a question, I have an issue. The customer success manager is really trying to be more proactive for you and look ahead. So we've talked a lot about ways that you can leverage your brand success manager, or things that you should go to them on. Where do you draw the line? Where is it like, no, nah, the customer success manager, they're not the right person for that. Like, where, where do you see brands stepping outside of the boundaries? You know, I have to say that by and large, in my experience, brands don't don't do that. They they if we do a good job of setting out the expectation of what a customer success manager is and and where they can get support and how they should get support, whether it's through a customer success manager or through maybe more of a you know a ticketing support team or something like that, then a lot of brands they, they get their needs met and so they don't have to they don't feel the need to say, well, okay, can you just do this for me if it's not quite appropriate? So by and large, if we do our job in laying out and, and executing on that, how we should support them, that doesn't happen very much. Um, but when yeah, it's, it's advantageous, easy. advantageous for them to stay in their lane, right? It's like, yeah. why, why, let them keep focusing on what yeah. they're doing. Let's not distract them. Yeah. And, but when it does happen, the the it's the honesty and transparency is the best policy right it's 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 hey this this ask we aren't going to be able to accommodate it but let me help you figure out how you could can do it you know and and obviously there's um uh, things they could bring from their other customers and how they approach that situation there's their knowledge of your operation because you've treated them like a partner and you've given them insight into you know your culture and how you work and they might be able to recommend things and so we never want to just be a hard no but we want to support like what is like hey this is what we can recommend and so ideally through some transparent discussion you you could still help we can, as a customer success team, can still help the customer get their need met. Individuals, like what kind of individual are you looking for for your team? Because it sounds like they, they have to, 
they have to be able to cover a lot of different aspects and understand a lot of different aspects. Yeah. So customer success managers sometimes are, are really a, a, a rare breed, but the, the first thing is that they have the customer gene, you know, they, they feel, they, they think like a customer, they, they, they understand a customer, they under, you know, they, they've worked in customer support service or success before, and, and they have that innate uh, understanding of, of what it means to think like the customer and support them. So that's really important. In, in in the 3PL business and and in particularly something like a like like the writer e-commerce space it's having a technical knowledge having being able to understand software and how it works in the 3PL world and having a little experience in in the actual fulfillment and operations side and so there's there's those are sort of like three big aspects right is customer technology and ops and fulfillment knowledge those are the three big, big areas that I look for. Well, you've, you've built a great team and you've got, you've got a lot of great people there. And I'm saying that at the risk of a shame, being, being a shameless plug, being considered a shameless plug, but I, I do have to say that. Well, our team is wonderful. I'm, I'm really grateful that I have such wonderful people on my team and we're, we're growing and evolving. Um, where we've added new team members and we've also been just looking at everything we do. We always want to get better. Um, so uh, look for us to, to, to do more in the future. That's awesome. Well, Leslie, thank you very much for coming on and talking about customer success, which is, uh, you know, something for me has been a breath of fresh air for, for our organization overall. And I think, I, I, you know, the benefits whether you're a 3PL or, or in a SaaS space or in, in a multitude of other industries, um, having that right customer success can differentiate you from, from others. Well, thanks for having me. It's been great. All right, Caitlin, you want to take us out? Yeah, sure. Thank you, Leslie, for joining us. Uh, thank you to you and your team. You know, our customers' success is ultimately our success. So appreciate everything you guys do. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to another episode of Sippin' and Shippin'. We'll see you in two weeks. Check us out on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. All right. Awesome. Awesome.